Vinny, have you sorted it? Yeah, it's all fixed. Yeah, you're running. Yep. Sweet. He has a fucking technical error every single week. Every week. Can't join the Google Meet. What's the code for the Google Meet? Can't record on my phone because the internet's lagging. Can't record on my laptop because QuickTime's not working. Honestly, if Mariah Carey did podcasts, (laughs) Vinny would be Mariah Carey. I've never seen anything like it. Anyway. You're so dramatic. (laughs) Oh, I am. I feel like like that's another telling off you're going to get here, Vinny. We'll save that one for next week. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, probably. So technically, boys. Well, not even technically speaking, it is. This is series two, episode one. The introduction of series two. Our first episode of series two. We've wrapped up series one, and I suppose the problem that we have here. I should hope so, given we're on series two. Yeah, it would make sense. That's kind of how it works, really, isn't it? Those guys at Netflix are uh, the big brain guys, aren't they? Really getting their series in order, but. I suppose the problem that we have here is that because we're a couple of weeks in advance, we're not too sure how the podcast is going down so far, you know? Like, we can sit here and be like, oh, yeah, Series 1, what a fucking cracker, you know? When in oh, reality, there's no news and Spotify are actually going to remove the podcast <laughs> yeah. because it's so like The podcast derails and yeah. like we're just sat here in Series 2 like, you know what, we had a fucking great time. It was, you know, we might have split up by the time that this was released. Who knows? Like a boy band in distress. <laughs> or, turn that argument on its head. We could be on Good Morning Britain tomorrow. <laughs> oh, hello, Pidge. <laughs> Who knows? Hello, Pidge. <laughs> Who knows? Imagine, imagine the scenes. We'll be like those four lads that, um, you know, everyone's making the memes out boys. of. The yeah, the yeah. meme boys from the night out. Oh, yeah. my God. They're getting like their own documentary that's or something, that's, I think, aren't they? What a bizarre like situation. That Just a like, photo. Overnight, literally, for no reason other than just taking a photo, you become... A, an internet sensation that is just bizarre they've gone from being the most bullied men on the internet to probably a new internet sensation they, I bet they end up getting like some sort of like presenting job or something like that like I think they're getting a, I think they've, they're getting like a documentary or something like that like they are I feel like they're getting like an hour long BBC episode yeah. or whatever about well, how are they going to fill an hour of that? Like, <laughs> well, how do we I've fill seen... an hour of the podcast the same way? Talking absolute <laughs> bollocks absolute shit <laughs> We had some interesting news this week. We did? We did. We did, yeah. Um, Our fearless leader, Mr Johnson, has outlined that things are looking up and Hot Guy Summer is back on the cards. Hot Guy Summer, man. Get the mankini back out of retirement. Oh my Absolutely, god. Absolutely. Yeah. Oil up their but, um, but no, thank God it looks as if we're moving, you know, back to fun times. Yeah, nothing like sit- where we'll be able to meet up and do this in person. Be infinitely more hilarious. <laughs> which which I'm kind of I'm kind of happy about well, I'm sure everyone's happy about because, you know, I think it's got to that stage now. Uh, we were discussing this earlier and we I feel like we've <laughs> probably done it to ourselves a couple of times. You know, I'm just fed up with people asking me what I've been up to. I've been up to what, fuck all. <laughs> I've been up to fuck all. We all have, Karen, right? We're all sat, touching ourselves on the sofa or the bed, watching Netflix or, or you know, some other online broadcast. 
and we're not up to anything and everyone's always asking and it's you know you might you might have even talked to someone three or four days ago and three or four days later they're asking what you've been up to since I'm, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm tired and fucking sick and tired of this question. Not doing anything. And if anything, Boris is giving me hope. Giving me hope that... And I hope it I doesn't, like doesn't fall from that. All I can imagine is you turning up to and finally meeting up for to the pub when everyone, <laughs> someone asks you the question. So what have you been up to? And you just, just throw a pint in their face. Yeah, just like, flips the table. Like the fucking bite the pint on the floor. <laughs> I've not been up to Amazing. fucking anything. Stop asking right? me. Amazing. Stop asking me. <laughs> but Vinny, you, uh, you, you, you know... You put forward good news there, and um, I feel like that should maybe be something that we talk about on tonight's episode of the podcast, is uh, things that we're looking forward to in a, in a post-COVID world, you know? And there's definitely oh, things out there that we, we probably took for granted in the, before COVID, mm. and one of those, I think, are haircuts. Oh, mate, you desperately need a haircut. You're rocking a naughty schlid. <laughs> He's got a hat on. Got, I've got a hat on. What are you talking about? To be fair. If anyone's got a schlid, like it's Todd. It looks like a fucking no, cheap-ass Johnny Depp. Um, like, you know, Pirates majestic. of the Caribbean ended years ago, mate. Fucking move majestic on. Majestic hair. I mean, to be fair, I don't, don't think it helps that I'm wearing this black and white striped jumper right now looking like a sailor. Yeah, and, or like and a eyeliner. Shit, like a shit hamburger. But, um, but, but, yeah, I think, I think I'm... Uh, I'm probably not the best to talk about with haircuts here, but I feel like everyone, every single person is crying out for one. I mean, imagine what the... I remember when it happened the last time you, I was driving through London and I saw, like, the queues to get into the barber and it was, like, absolutely ridiculous that like, everyone was at least, like, 10... Yeah, I've not considered 10, that. 10, 15 people deep. It was, like, disgusting. But Ours only operates on an appointment... It's all done through like a booking app and all that. So yeah, yeah. I don't really. That's good. Yeah, I mean, but then you you get the same issue. It's like the barber opens back up, and you you obviously you know you've missed the release date of the of the times, haven't you? Because you're not. I mean, I'm not waking up at like eight a.m. on a Monday morning to book a barber appointment. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> no, other yeah, people yeah. out there are going to, and that's the worst thing <laughs> about it. Because by the time that you log on at two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, after you've had breakfast at half eleven and your lunch at half one because your body clocks off the fucking rails you know you can't um, I just know you're not going to get an appointment for five and a half weeks anyway so <laughs> so you know it's a it's a win-lose situation so in the in the lockdown have I like obviously like I say everyone's been doing like the home the DIY haircuts have you boys have you boys been doing that or have you been have you got like oh my god yeah uh, no have you not absolutely not have you not done it then no you? No, 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 no. You, I will like, not let anyone other than a trained sort of, professional. You said you look like you, you've got like some sort of shaved little number going on the side of your head, haven't you? Or am I, am I seeing things? A shaved number on the side of the head. Yeah, like a little, it's a big number say, four. Who am I, Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> <laughs> but, Todd, I, uh, I got my, I've, I've had my hair cut twice by Kaz yeah. before she dipped out to Denmark. And uh, the, the first one was done with a beard trimmer. The second one was done by like proper clippers. Like we finally managed to get some clippers online yeah. for like a tenner. But um, in between those two instances, I'd, I'd, the, you know, the barbers opened back up for a little bit and I'd got into the barbers between those two uh, times. And it was after 
the occasion where she's tried to cut my head with a beard trimmer. And he he basically got the mirror out before he even <laughs> before he even started cutting my hair. And he goes Amazing. Just yeah. a grief you. Yeah, he goes what the hell is this? Who cut your hair? And I went, My girlfriend did. I said I went, She did a good job, did she? And he went, No. <laughs> and I was like, Right, okay. So he takes the mirror to the back of my head. And like my hair's going like down at like a left diagonal kind of thing. You know, like Amazing. It, like waves down the back of like the back of the head Love and like my sideburns are like at different different levels you know like <laughs> like, like she was drunk when she did it <laughs> and um my hair like from the from the razor of the beard trimmer my hair just felt so rough like where it had been cut obviously because it's just been like kind of like I don't know, not, not not cut properly. It was just so rough and raggedy and he's just literally for about five minutes and I've sat there like all right, I get it now. You can begin. Like, let's let's try and fix this. Thank you. I would love it you know? if you just had like a little bowl patch or something where she's just gone. Oh, oh my no. god! When she takes it, like a massive chunk <laughs> yeah. off. I mean, it's not often you go into the barbers with a shit haircut. Do you know what I mean? Surely like, that's the only time you would go into the. Barbers. Yeah, I'm always going in where it's, <laughs> I've left it too long. No, 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 no. What, what, what I'm saying is like, it's not often that your hair is at a respectable, you know a point when you go into the barbers to get it cut you don't look shit but you go in to get it cut but sometimes you can come out with an absolute fucking shit show of haircut oh, the barbers oh, is what I'm saying yeah I was I was gonna say I mean yeah. if anything I go in with a shit haircut and I come out with an even shitter one in all honesty <laughs> like nine times out of ten but you know the barber um, is just not getting it right for me nah I, so in in that um, period that you spoke about when the barbers opened up back in like when was it September yeah, I had, I'd um, gone to get my hair cut and it was uh, a new barber where I've moved to in London and um, I've gone in and my hair was you know pretty long it was pretty sheepdoggy like, as is everyone's as was everyone's at the time and I sort of went in and was like and he basically looked at me and goes I know exactly what I'm going to do with your hair and I was oh, like no. okay, well, <laughs> you're like um, oh no that would send shivers down my spine mate. And I'd be did, like no no no, no 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 it did yeah. but I was like you know what this guy seems like he knows what he's doing I'm just gonna I'm gonna trust <laughs> him like, so. um, like you just and literally do, just went like, yeah do what you want proper barbershop like you, you, you walk in it's like the bee's knees of a barbershop you're like right I'm safe in here yeah. nothing yeah, Vin, bad can Vin, have you actually room. like he said that to you and, you, and he was you, just like, like Todd's asked you, have you actually just turned around and gone yeah yeah just do what you want no 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 did he not even show you like this is what I'm gonna do to you this is basically he's trying to try a picture to of cornrows on like, the back of a door. Do you remember, like, do you remember, do you, do you remember them like proper like the old barbers and they would just be like them proper old pictures of guys with like the gel back hair. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like the front. Yeah, I know. Give me a blinders haircut. <laughs> no, and um, basically, I was like, right, hold your horses. This is like what it needs to be because if I'm going into the office, it's still going to look professional. You know, I can't come out with um, you know. Like Todd said earlier, number shaved in the side of my head, or you know, a middle finger shaved on the back of my head, or whatever it is. Um, and and so I was like, right, I, I want I want it faded on the side, please. And he was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely fine. Then you know, we'll do the top, and it'll be great. So he starts cutting my hair, but you know, you normally sit like facing the mirror, right? He spins yeah. me to the right, so you can't and see. So I'm facing, not facing the mirror anymore. Right. 
but he's cutting my hair is like side on. So he's basically still stood behind the chair. Why did they side on to him? Why did they do that now? Yeah, like, that mine does it as well, but they never used to do that. Why is that now a thing? Like I felt well, I like before they would pan round you, and now it's like you pan round them. Mm. It's probably. Don't know. I, I don't know. It's no. probably it's to do bollocks. with the barbers. Because if, if think about it, I want it, to look at myself when you, I get my hair cut. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you. I just want to stare <laughs> at myself <laughs> awkwardly as I look myself. shit like a number of different times as you cut me out. You know, like when, when he sprays it with the water and he slides it all back and you think, fuck me, my forehead's massive. Like those yeah, I look like a fucking egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he spins me away and basically starts cutting my hair. And the right side of my head, so he sp- spun me to the right, so my right side of the head is facing him, essentially. And my head starts to get really hot as he's, like, going against my head with these clippers. And after he's finished the right side of my head, he spins me back. Now, me and this barber have a, a, had a very big misunderstanding when I've said, please, can you fade my hair? He's heard, skin fade! Oh no! Yeah, the expression, like you know, you know, sometimes when the barber's fucked up and you hold it in and you go, you walk out, then start booting <laughs> off. The expression on my face was literally like it, it dropped. My face dropped when I found out that I now had a skin fade on the right side of my head. <laughs> Bearing in mind for the listeners, I work in a corporate environment where skin fades do not go down very well. Um, and my face dropped, and he was like, oh everything okay and I was like yeah I thought there was a difference between having my hair faded and a skin fade and he was like oh my god mate I'm so sorry I just assumed you meant skin fade and I was sat there what do you mean assume I meant skin fade like uh, like Vinny like uh, this is this is not meant in any disrespectful way but I would never look at you and go Oh, he'd look great you with a buzz cut. Yeah. yeah, you know? Yeah. Take it all off. Two all round. I think he'd look fantastic. Yeah. I, like, you yeah, you, you wouldn't. Was, um, Neither would I. I'm just trying to pitch you with, with a bowed head now. Honestly, uh, it was one of the most awkward experiences of my life. And then basically, um, he was like, well, uh, oh, man, I'm really sorry. And I was like, well, we can't stop here, can we? Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because he's do now it, got yeah, to go to, to the other side, side yeah, and do yeah, the same thing. Do, do exactly the same thing, right? And, <laughs> and it was one of these like artsy, artsy, fancy barber shops where they serve you like drinks whilst you're having your hair yeah, cut yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Basically, he took t- like ten quid off the price and gave me a free cocktail, and I was like, "Mate, that does not you make up for the monstrosity." With your, with your hairdresser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, it's, it's the shit, mate. It's the shit. Very nice. Sorry. But, mate, I think he's just trying to serve people alcohol to get them pissed so they don't actually notice what a bad job he's done by the time isn't even by the time he's finished. But I think I think that's a welcome addition. You know, like, from from where uh, we're all from, I, I don't know, like, Todd, maybe it's different down in Portsmouth, but I never got any, like, no. drink or anything with my haircut. Whereas no. you come to London and they're like, you know, tea, coffee, water, beer. It's an experience, isn't and it? And it's like, yeah. yeah, I'll have a beer. I mean, it's difficult to drink it while it's all happening because you don't want to get hair in it and all that awkward yeah. stuff. Yeah, but definitely, definitely a welcome addition, for sure. Yeah, but to be fair, but the, but, yeah, the, price, that that, the price that you pay in London, I fucking hope that you get a in beer, London. to be yeah, fair. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> yeah, yeah, to say. a massive like, talking point. So... So, great quid. point. What's everyone paying? Like, what what were we paying in hometown, and what are we paying in London now? My, my... Okay, I'll start yeah, for a shit echo that I got in September. I I was supposed to pay twenty five quid, um, and that was the one that went wrong. Uh, That's not London. bad in London. 
I, yeah, I think well, that's I think that's sort of market rate in London, isn't it? And at home, I was paying twelve pounds. Yeah, at yeah. home where my parents that's, live, I was yeah. paying twelve pounds. Mine was yeah, mine was similar. I think mine was around that some twelve to fifteen pounds. Um, and mine, my well, mine's done by a friend, so it kind of like changes every time. But it's like I think she kind of makes up the price every time I go. Dependent on how short yeah, of money she is, yeah. <laughs> she's but, like can't afford but, the bus fare. Um, that'd be twenty five. But, but sometimes it's like it's most of the time it's twenty quid, but sometimes it's thirty. So, but she's she's sick and I get like a beer and all that. So it's I I don't I'm not gonna ask about that. When I was when I was at home, it was fifteen quid, and when I was living in West Hampstead, West Hampstead was really. Even though there's like eight hairdressers on one street, it was really bad, and that was, that was thirty five quid for a cut. Yeah, jeez. What on earth? Uh, yeah. Paid at, that? Uh, so I befriended one of the hairdressers, and she used to give me like a cheeky discount, a discount down to like twenty eight or something like that. Uh, but even 28 you're yeah, still like still you know just shy of 30 quid you're a bit like Jesus depends how often Whereas, you get it depends how often you're getting it to be fair if you're getting well, it if, like, if, I, if I'm if my haircut's costing me 28 quid then I'm going like every 8 weeks like I'm making you once wait for a year. it yeah. yeah whereas now I think where I am now they do like a they give our building a discount so I think it's 21 which is not too bad that's alright that's I think bad. I'd rather go to the pub spend the 30 30- Quid on pints, and by the by the last pint, I won't care about my shit haircut anymore. Yeah, and get get a guy to do it out in the car park. <laughs> exactly, yeah, with a pair just of scissors. Get the barman to do it for you. Just give him a pair of like shears. Jokes. I think, I think that's uh, probably a good segue to to like topic two. I think. I mean, like I said, it's it, with everything happening in the UK, looking like things are going to clear up by June. Fingers crossed. Everything looking good. Uh, I think everyone's not like not got their not only got their eye on actually seeing each other and like say hoping that there's a bit of normality, but I think the idea of going away and finally getting out of the UK for a couple of weeks and having a bit of a blowout because of how shit this year's been is definitely I mean I don't know about you boys but it's definitely something that I'm kind of looking forward to until this is over 100% the, the, the everything oh, about it like the from the from the waking up in the morning to the getting there at Weatherspoons at like ridiculous o'clock and then just, <laughs> yeah, in that just egging everyone on to get a pint and then there's something there's something weird isn't there about getting up at 4am knowing that you're catching a flight at 8 or like you know no matter how you're feeling at 4am there's still that kind of euphoria is it there of like we're going away there's no there's oh, no yeah. other situation away. where you're like happy to wake up at like 3 o'clock in the morning that is the only only ever day I think anyone's going to go oh you got to wake up at 4 o'clock and you'll be like okay but like any other day you're just like <laughs> absolutely not but, but yeah. Although saying that, Todd, that actually reminds me, Vinny, Todd and I, we did uh, Prague and Budapest years and years back, mm. right? Mm. And uh, Todd's mentioning there, and you know, and we're all in total agreement that euphoria of waking up at 4am, knowing that you're going on holiday. And uh, we did three nights in Prague and, and four nights in Budapest. And on the third night out in Prague, we did this uh, blue monkey bar crawl, absolute scenes. On drunken, the first night. drunken monkey, drunken, drunken monkey. monkey. That's the idea, not blue monkey. monkey. Blue yeah. monkey bar crawl. <laughs> I was close, <laughs> and uh, we we're doing it, and we I think we got in at something like three a.m. 
and we just had the we're absolutely wasted absolutely off our faces and uh we basically said to the cab driver can you just wait outside because we just had to pack our things and just just get out of it yeah so we like we'd we'd had we were flying off to budapest the next morning i think at like six seven a.m yeah, so we got in from the bar crawl at like five three four we asked this taxi driver to wait outside we literally just walk in pick up our cases and check out how <laughs> we get to this airport in uh in prague and i think our flight got delayed like an hour or something like that yeah and it's it's, it's you know it's prague airport at fucking six a.m on a fucking Wednesday morning or whatever. No one's in there. It's completely dark. It's empty. We're, st- we're smashed off our faces. Just sat there. And by the time that we, like the kind of plane comes around and it's just like one of those like jet propeller, you know, there's two seats in an aisle yeah. and you've got the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And it's like rickety and it's like bouncy. Loud. And we b- loud, yeah. So loud. And packed. <laughs> like we both kind of looked at each other because we were at that weird stage where we're beginning to sober up uh but oh, then the no. hangover is trying to like yeah try to yeah. kick in and yeah. like that sickness feeling and everything and we weird. both looked at each other yeah it's a weird one isn't it? when that when you yeah. get to that transition you're still awake and we kind of looked at each other didn't we Tyler as if to say like who sits window and who sits aisle because <laughs> who will throw up first <laughs> like, yeah Oh it was the God. most horrendous flight, wasn't yeah. it? I, I actually, I actually cannot. I'm actually shocked that I did not throw up on that flight. It was like, it was one of them that you just felt like I was just like on the edge the entire time. It was so, so good. I, I'm, I'm a, I don't know if we we probably discussed it in the in the drunken one, but I I have horrendous hangovers and I don't you suffer. I'm a bit of a chunder dragon as well when it comes to a, just a little bit a little bit of a chunder dragon so I, I'm quite temperamental as it is so that scenario in in total does not really agree with me but yeah I think I think That's I hilarious. think I remember it being like I know you're saying about the transition from piss to like hungover I tend to remember it being when we were like queuing up in the like to like I can't remember what we were queuing up for something when and we I were boarding it was something like that and I remember just in my head being like I think this is hell the idea of yeah. if you're like an endless queue or just like hangover just like someone just absolutely kill me and but, we, we had the same experience in Budapest as well we were like on the day that we were leaving Budapest we were also wasted and Budapest airport it, it was it was 36 degrees in Budapest that day and the, air, the airport um, the aircon was out so like the airport was like just like around the 40 degree or at least that's what it felt like anyway. And we're both wasted, hung over and just like sat there <laughs> contemplating our lives. Didn't we like, do, you, do you remember we like we, when we first got there after the thing, we were like, it was, we were both like absolutely fucked. And it was like, it was like, it was just turned into the middle of the day. It was absolutely roasting hot and we were a bit like, the last thing we both wanted to do was actually go and look around Budapest at this point, but we'd be like, fuck it, we're here. We like yeah, wandered around. It's a really nice place it's as well. It's lush, yeah, it's amazing. And we were like, oh yeah, I know, yeah. We were wandering around like two lost, two lost guys in the desert and we were like, we saw this like patch of grass with a bit of shade in it and we'd be like, should we just go and sit there for a bit? 
and just like just sat there for ages and ages and ages. You, we, but I think we both fell asleep. Yeah, and then we kind of we, we kind of woke up and came to our senses and then realised it was just like a big patch of grass yeah. in the middle of the city square, yeah. like in in the middle of a roundabout. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, right, okay, that could work. <laughs> Solid. Man. Just even like, but even like speaking about it, just that feeling of, you know, being able to go away again. Boys, I I feel like. We've got to get a lads' holiday organised in the summer, and we've got to take the pod with us. I feel like we should we should have one evening where we just grab the, grab a couple of brewskis down by the pool, and get the podcast out. Man, I'll be too busy doing hot guy stuff. So <laughs> okay, okay. okay. And what, 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 what are we classifying as hot guy stuff? Shagging nines and doing lines. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's just one of the, you know, just getting in the spirit of saying things you're not supposed to say in an airport, like drugs. <laughs> All that kind of good, oh, juicy stuff. Bro, I had one of the, oh my God, one of the scariest situations in, um, I went to Marrakesh a couple of years ago and we just touched base in Marrakesh and, you know, just as like a, like a pale white boy, everyone's looking at me a little bit funny because, you know, I'm not, I don't fit in and all that kind of stuff. And this guy walks past me He's wearing a bomber jacket, you know, like an actual jacket, the style bomber yeah, jacket. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm in the middle of the airport. There's loads of people around me. And I go, look at that bomber jacket. <laughs> and I only just worked out. I was like, oh. <laughs> and like all these guards just like turned around and stared at me. And I was like, oh, oh. shit. And I just like pointed at his jacket. And I was like, look at his, ja- his jacket. His- oh and then, like, I think they then God. kind of insi- like thought I was insinuating that he had something under his jacket. So these guys come up, the security guys come up and they, um, they double take this guy once over and pat him down. And he's like got nothing on him. And he's like dead confused and everything. And he comes over to me and I had to, I had to get ASOS up on my phone and show a bomber jacket on ASOS. <laughs> and I was oh like, my it's, God. it's the style of jacket. And then I like, I obviously profusely apologize. I've never been in such an awkward situation in my life. Cause you sat there and you're like, you know, it's like you're saying there been things you shouldn't say, like bombing an airport Definitely. should never ever be said, no. you know? And the reactions it was getting. Story. Oh my goodness. Go on, go on. I have a cracking airport story. Um, so I went to um, I went to uh, Disneyland with my grandparents when I was Cute. probably about I don't know six or seven, <clears throat> and my granddad, being the very um, very sort of nifty, um, you know, recyclable, reuse, you know, you know, like grandparents are, they have all the Tupperware boxes, they reuse bottles when as and when they can, and he'd filled up the small. Do you remember Panda Pops? Yeah, who could forget, bro? Yeah. <laughs> he he'd filled up like a, two small panda pop bottles with coke and screwed the lid back on and obviously put them in my backpack and I was you know running along running through the airport and of course in my backpack shake 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 we got into um, you know like pre-security where you put your luggage and, and yeah, yeah. In the, behind the desk and they take it away all of Check a sudden yeah. bang the biggest bang you've ever heard <laughs> And this was like probably, I don't know, three or four years after 9-11. Shut up. Big, big, big bang. Obviously, the bottles popped in my bag. Uh, Everyone fucking, like, people screaming. Like, people would jump. People would like, you know, like, you know, when a car backfires and you're sort of like 
Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you're startled. Yeah. Jump. yeah. Everything that happens. Um, and then they had armed police ready, like, oh come out. My. We just had to explain, like, sorry, like, the um, the lid of the Panda Pop bottle has just come off because it's obviously my granddad's put Coke in it or something, a fizzy drink, um, not cocaine. Um, and <laughs> your, <laughs> your line's coming, coming back to haunt you. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it was, um, you know, they came and they searched all our stuff and then they took the bag and searched the bags and were like, yeah, it's, you know, legitimately just... Um, just a bottle explosion but yeah that was terrifying i was surrounded very very quickly <laughs> and obviously then like there was like that, coke pissing that, out the bottom would, of my bag that would be absolutely terrifying though wouldn't it? imagine if you were actually in there and you saw that happening you'd be absolutely pricking it yeah God. and then you see a small child waddling around with a bag leaking coca-cola because his bottles just exploded <laughs> and everything yeah. in there is ruined and sticky yeah and- yeah, it's the yeah, worst. It was, it, was, it was interesting, but yeah, that was a bit of a, that was a belter. Yeah, I um I actually share the the name of um of an IRA terrorist. That's so about. <laughs> yeah, so uh, every every Great you know stuff. it doesn't it doesn't stop me anywhere other than the states. Every time I uh, I land in other, the states, other terrorist cells are available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I land in the States, I always get taken to customs and to one side. I was in LA like two years ago and this guy comes up to me, security, and he says, hi, sir, you've been chosen to take part in an optional survey. And I said, if it were, if it's optional, then I'm all right, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, yeah, but you need to take part in this survey. And I go, yeah, but you've just said it was optional and I don't want to. And he goes, sir, please step to the right. And I'm there like, oh. And my dad is just like behind me, like pissing himself, laughing. Because <laughs> this guy's come over to play it cool and I've just gone, nah, you're okay. And he's redirected me down the right to this separate queue down this narrow hallway. And uh, once again, I'm looking at the line of people in front of me and it's a similar, similar stereotype. And I'm thinking, oh, oh here we go again. But they're, they're so rude, you know. So, like, in LA, he, like, he he teared my bag open. Like, he's throwing everything left, right and centre. And he's rummaging through it. And, like, I'm there, like, I know why you've pulled me up. I, don't, I obviously don't want to say IRA terrorist because I've already learnt my lesson from the bummer jacket in Marrakesh. Things not to say in an airport. Yeah. yeah. Not the so, like, I'm sat there, I'm like, I know why you're pulling me over. And, he's, and then he's obviously taking that as in, like, oh, so you're saying that you've got something and I'm there like... You're guilty. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, for fuck's sake. So he pulls me off to a separate room while someone else is searching me and he does a strip search. (laughs) And I've got got, everything, mate, everything. You had to get your toddler out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apart from uh, a finger up the bum, luckily. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the best bit. That's the best bit. <laughs> Todd, would you ever let um, your girlfriend shove a finger up your bum? I, 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 out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I, I'd like to feel like I'd, I'd be open to it, but I, just, I feel like I would just, I would brick. I would just. There's, there's two minute. sides to it. Isn't there? There's two sides to it. Like one half is like that's the where the male G spot is, and I'm yeah, sure it's so great I mean, fucking I'm laugh. Sure, I'm sure it's probably great. I reckon it's probably. Not, I'm sorry to all the listeners that are just hearing about a thing. I was going to say, is this something you're both looking forward to on June 12th when we're yeah, yeah, outside yeah, yeah. again? That's right. I mean, well, Boris has had bro, his finger up our June, arses June for the, the last 12, 12 months. We'll, I'll come round to yours and we'll finger each other. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, I, I this is going to be cut, right? I, yeah, I think so. <laughs> but I think, going no. back, going back to the going back to the plane thing, I think we're like holidays in general. But I feel like because we're kind of on this subject of like say holiday and planes, when you're ever like there's kind of a bit of a code. I think when you're on a plane, you're on it for a long time. Well, in some cases, a long time, but where depending on where you're going, it could be a few hours. But say if you're going to the states or something like that, you're looking at a good like ten hour. 10 hour flight and that's a yeah. long period of time to spend sat next, next to, to someone, someone pr- probably a complete stranger so or behind someone probably, it's a long period behind, of time for me to continually s- let off sneaky guffs <laughs> you're okay so you're one of them guys you're right? that guy so you're uh, okay, that guy well, on the tube you're that, you're that guy that, on the tube that, that farts in the that. hot weather and just looks around oh, just no, like oh, who's that who's that yeah but, what a knob what we thinking is the worst would you would you i think i mean i think the worst has got to be kids kicking you have you ever just had that baby, you might, everyone must have had that have you had like a, that just screaming a, a kid, kid continually kicking your chair just like and then no one just does anything about it i, w- I would love to see i would love to see like a reaction with Con- i reckon connor would be like a serious i feel like most people would be a biter to that to be fair you're not just gonna let anyone but I just feel like... Connor oh, no, I bite, I bite hard. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can just see... I can just imagine, like, the, the reaction... You're to such that a carrot. It would be so No, I, it, you know what? I, I think I've got very good patience, but there are very particular things that really do drive me up the wall, right? And, you know, oil, for example... Oily salmon! For example, oily salmon. Another example would be... You know, like, when you're, I mean, it was very particular to me, but when you're, like, playing Warzone and it's lagging, lagging when you're gaming is, like, one of the most fucking infuriating things I've ever experienced. (laughs) But babies crying on an airplane are also a horrendous experience. It's up there. It's definitely up there. Do you ever just just sit there and think someone's punishing you? Because (laughs) I've had moments where... I've had moments where I've got on planes... I had one where I was working an event in Glasgow, right? I was up at 4 a.m., 4 a.m. to catch a 7 a.m. flight. I worked 18 hours and then, like, got on the first flight home the next day. I was absolutely, like, knackered. And it was a torrid experience from, <laughs> from start to finish. I sat there and I sit down on this plane and I'm thinking to myself, Nice. I've got the weekend now. I'm not working. I can relax. I'm not doing anything. It's cool. I'm knackered. I'm gonna sleep on the. I'm gonna sleep all the way home on this. By the time I wake up, I'm back. It's great. All the way. It's like an hour flight. Yeah, I know. But like you know, a quick nap. A quick nap in the. A quick nap in the morning. And uh, much to my amazement, a group of four mums, four mums, board this plane. I've seen them down the front and it's that awful moment. You know when you clock it and you go, I already know you're sat next to me. Yeah. I already know it. Yeah, yeah. It's so obvious that you're going to come all the way to the back of this plane and sit <laughs> no. right next to me. I fucking know it. And you know how it works out? I'm in the middle seat. I've got mum on the window no. with the baby on lap. I've got mum in the aisle, baby on lap. No. And I've got mum in the middle seat behind me, baby on lap. Right, left, crying their fucking eyes out and the one behind me is kicking the shit out of the chair for the whole journey right were any of them fit no 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 no. and it was that awkward moment where they know each other and I've turned around to the one behind me and gone do you want to just 
swap seats and she's gone no it's alright don't worry no trouble no trouble I'm sat there like no it is like, trouble he's like... kicking the fucking shit out of the back of the chair why does, does this mum from why does his mum sound like she's from you know bloody West London <laughs> sorry no. what West London don't worry about it no don't worry about it governor and like she wouldn't swap and I'm there like okay cool fine fine so like that that was annoying me and all this kind of stuff and then the baby, the baby on my right by the window starts throwing up everywhere. And I'm sat there like, you know, like everyone, the smell and the sight of sick oh, just makes bro. you feel sick. Yeah. That and is, yeah. Uh, and then the one on the left, you know, is still crying and everything. And then the one on the left shat itself. And you can smell that. Everyone can smell that just, one. I would have just jumped. I would just got off. I would have been like, no, I can't, I can't deal with this. Just yeah, like, stop this. The, stop the playing. Is, yeah, yeah it's the, the trifecta. That is the trifecta. Free babies. I would have just joined in, mate. You know, play the fourth one with a little bit. Yeah, mums aren't going to look after themselves. You may as well just shit yourself too. I just shove two fingers down my throat, throw up on one, and shit on the other, <laughs> and like fucking elbow the baby behind me in the face, so it to fuck off. I mean, the fourth mum was like a little bit down the down the fucking aisle. She was fine, but that, that's the trifecta, isn't it? The one that doesn't sit next to you was behaving perfectly well, and the three that do sit next to you are all fucking arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> like, so There's... it's come to the end of this flight, and I've obviously lost my patience by now. I'm done with it. I'm fucking Where finished. Where can you lose it? Uh, you're probably in the nappy of the shitty one. <laughs> nice. And um, I just like kind of like you know. I was one of those guys that, you know, when the, the plane lands and the seatbelt sign hasn't even come off yet and you're already stood up pulling your suitcase out of the top of the, and you're, and you're the getting, carry-on. you're getting ready to clap because you're moving. about to land. <laughs> plane's not even touched down yet. I'm, I'm in the fucking aisle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just kind of like, I was like, just get me out of this situation so fast to the point that I was like kind of rushing it through and I was just bumping into all of them. And I, I think they took great offence to it because they could see that I was, like, grinding my jaw from, like, punishment throughout the flight and, like, you know, doing the, like, rustling of, like, just get the fuck get off me. me. Yeah. And I was just... I think I just rushed about a bit too much and bumped into quite a few of them and they all took offence and it was three mums on me. So, uh, <laughs> fantastic scenes. God. I think... God, do you know at the start of this uh, episode when Connor suggested that we go and do a lad's holiday? <laughs> given, given his current, current behaviour and how he seems to behave on flights, I'm not really sure I want to go. No, to be fair, as long as we don't say anything, just don't ask him anything about how his lockdown's been, I think I've been not feel right. Yeah. What have you been up to, mate? Where is we? He just he proceeds to throw up and shit on us. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I think there's... Planes are a bit weird one, and the other one that I find weird on planes is when you have like again when you're with strangers and you have the, the armrest situation, everyone's and you have, there's almost like have you ever had it when there's like the bit of the battle of the armchair? You have big someone, talking point. Yeah, and you've got one, and they're like trying to sneak a little bit too much on your side. I feel like there's like an unwritten rule, isn't there, where you should have like, ones kind of like near the front and ones like near the back of it and all they have if you're in the if you're on the like um if you're in the middle then you get armrests because the window you can obviously lean against the window and if you're on the aisle you have the aisle yeah but if you're leaning against the window say the window's on your left right and you're leaning against the window and you're saying that you have another armrest wouldn't that be the right one which is shared with the middle 
I thought, do you not get one? Or, I, I can't remember. Do you get? You get, you, you get one even if you're against the wall. Yeah, yeah, you get one against the wall, but like if you 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 were saying there by leaning against the window is like your other half, right? That's what you said. I'm confused. Say that. Again. So what? <laughs> anyway, I've saying... got a good story. Of, I've got a good. Do you remember when we went to Dublin? Yeah. This time a year ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck! Um, is that long ago? I, I don't, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know if I told. I definitely told you both at the time, and it was absolutely hilarious when it happened. But obviously, that's only a very short flight, and um, and it was the armrest situation. But luckily for me, it was a very attractive girl sat next to me. So I was, you know, happy to concede the armrest. Hi. Oh, fuck. And we, and we, and we were talking. And we were just, uh, uh, where are you off to? My God. That was it. Sat next to each other on the plane. Talking, where are you going? The conversation died down. And then I was like, so, like, you know, why, why are you flying to Dublin? And she sort of, like, sat there for a bit and thought about my question and thought about the intent behind my question. And she goes, I'm coming to see my fiancé. Oh no! <laughs> so what he's not actually what he's not saying to you there is that the question he actually asked her was, "Where are you staying? <laughs> Do you want to sleep with me? <laughs> can you uh, can you write down the postcode of your hotel on my uh, on my hand, please?" She's just like, "Hi, sorry, I'm um, on my bum. hi, sorry, I'm 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 the window seat," and he turns around and goes, "Where are you staying?" But to be fair, I think I think we've had a bit of a in this podcast. We kind of started it with a, <laughs> what are we looking forward we've to? We've digressed somewhere. What are we looking what forward we looking to? And proceeded to just talk about everything we, well, we well, you hate know what, Todd? about. This you know what, Todd? Can't fucking wait to be back in the barbers, right? <laughs> and getting skin fades <laughs> and all that kind of shit. I, I can't that, wait to be on a holiday with a load of crying <laughs> kids about, and I can't wait to play footsie with that, some I random geezer on his I, way back from Newcastle on the I train. I think that's the point. Like, I think despite like despite all the little like. Um, negatives that you find in this i feel like after this all of that i'm gonna happily take a kid in the back of my my chair for however long for this journey just to get away i feel like all of this stuff doesn't mean shit anymore compared to how much i am ready for post covid to begin I think there's definitely that element of we've all taken it a little bit for granted. Yeah. And now we've had it stripped from us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very much so. 100%. And now we're in a position where hopefully, fingers crossed, things are starting to look up. And I feel a bit more, I don't know how you boys feel, but I feel a touch bit more positive about this one than I did the last time we came out. Oh, what? Like, when we came up with first one, yeah. Well, the first one it was obvious we were going into number two, or was it no? First one, yeah, yeah. First one was obvious that we were going into number two, and then number two was obviously premature as well. So it was like right. Whereas I feel like now with all the vaccines going on and the rate it's going at, and obviously they're starting off from old to young, yeah. but I feel like this one there's more there's more prospect. I can't wait. I can't wait for like season four of the podcast and it's just receded to and we're still just crying, <laughs> crying down yeah. the mic for an hour. It's 2023. Just, just literally just like, oh, I've got nothing to say. Connor's just, shout- <laughs> Connor's just shouting at us because we've asked him for the millionth time how he's locked what down. He's up to. What he's up to. 
everyone's lost their shit. We've just like we just all just like gone like a full Britney phase and just cut off all our hair. Just gone that gone absolutely pure mental. meltdown. Yeah, God. But so, I mean, on that bombshell. <laughs> I mean, on that bomber jacket bombshell <laughs> yeah, yeah. probably jacket, what, prob- were you, what were you thinking probably a good way to end really isn't it rather <laughs> than uh, going back into another spiral of rants about the things that we're supposedly looking forward to but actually <laughs> yeah. not but I'm actually not. are yeah um, fuck. but yeah series two episode one get a positive you know, news yeah. <laughs> yeah. kick off the series <laughs> Hey, when we started this podcast, it was all about pet peeves and annoyances, and then and now I'm talking about a funny blonde man who speaks on my television at five o'clock every day. Oh God. <laughs>